views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have you all tune us in, turn us on. What a great show we've got for you today. I am thrilled about this series. I am so amazed at the people that are showing up. And what they're doing is they're stepping forth and living their purpose in ways you and I cannot even comprehend. I know I can't comprehend it sometimes. So today, fasten your seatbelt for a progressive conversation. And let's call it Conscious Recovery, TJ's Story. He is my co-host today, TJ Woodward, and we're talking about what does this mean? What is conscious recovery? And how do those words make you feel or not feel? So I'm so thrilled to have him joining me here today, a spiritual author, awakening coach, inspirational speaker, addiction counselor. He helps people change and he helps them honor their journey in the process. You know, coming from a place of profound awareness and awakening, you know, he too is someone that understands the project of the, or the process of consciously being. Hence, you have his fabulous book, Conscious Being Awakening to Your True Nature. Now, today, we are really kicking off something important, Conscious Recovery. It is so fabulous, TJ. How in the heck are you and how does this feel to you? Well, Pat, thank you so much for having me on. It feels really powerful. I know we're going to have a great conversation and kicking off this series with me telling my own journey of my addiction and recovery. So I'm excited to share with your listeners because I what I have found is that when we're willing to be authentic and vulnerable vulnerable about our own journeys it's such a it's such a powerful place to come from so my intention is to tell you the absolute truth and anything you want to know i'm willing to tell well let's start out with the you know the idea behind this because many people might be thinking well wait a minute what is this really about well we're talking about a powerful series that you've created to explore the root causes of addictive behavior and discuss how to permanently break the cycle. Now, let's talk about what addictive behavior is, because right now people may be listening and saying, I don't know what they're talking about. Doesn't really, really look like it's me. But, you know, let's ask yourself the question. Okay, you sat down and you turned on your phone or your device and you started to Google a bunch of things and you're completely obsessed about it. You don't know what to do with your phone or not to do with your phone, but to everywhere you go, you've got to have it. You, you just can't sit at a meeting. You can't go out to dinner. 
Your phone's got to be there. You know what? That's one example of addictive behavior. But so often, TG, isn't it that we have a notion of what addictive behavior is and we're always looking at it being a problem for somebody else? What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we call addiction is changing really, quite frankly, as our own consciousness evolves. Because for me, quite simply, addiction is really using anything outside of myself to try to fix something that feels broken within. I've been working in the field of addiction recovery off and on for 25 years and full time for the last eight or nine years. And what I recognize is that there is something underlying this need, this desire to grab something outside of ourselves. When we think of addiction, of course, most people think of drugs and alcohol, and certainly that is an obvious and glaring addiction. But as you said, there are so many different things we can be addicted to today. One question, of course, is when does when do we decide each individually when it crosses that line into something that we want to modify? I think the old the old paradigm of things needing to get really, really bad before people seek help is certainly changing. So I hope today's show offers some insight to people in terms of what might or might not be addictive for them and how they might get to some of the root causes, as you said. Yeah. You know, you and I could sit here and think about this and talk about it and really come to a place of understanding perhaps about why this is so important. But I want to ask you about it from, from that point of view. I want to ask you about why now for you, TJ? Why is this so important? What are you seeing? Well, in my work in in the spiritual realm or in consciousness realm, I find that, you know, I love that work. And then simultaneously, I'm also working in the field of addiction recovery. And in that work in the addiction field, I'm blessed with being able to assist people in um, reaching recovery and breaking free permanently from this cycle of addiction through the spiritual lens. So what's happened in my own life is this perfect blending of my two passions, really. And of course, that all comes out of my own history, but really assisting people in doing this deeper look at some of the underlying issues. You know, I I find that oftentimes in the treatment world, Uh, We spend a lot of time focused on behaviors and symptoms, and in the work that I do, my, my intention is to create a space where people can go deeper into kind of the core material or what's driving this addictive behavior. My passion for this work now is, is simply, Pat, it's, it's being drawn by this inner vision. It's being pulled by this inner vision because of the powerful shifting that I've seen in individuals' lives that I've been blessed with working with. And it's just more and more and more I'm hearing this inner knowing that it's time to bring this to a larger stage so more people can really get the help that they need in order to break free from these cycles of addiction. Well, and you're you're out here too as well, and you're going to share your story about, you know, wh- where are we? What have you learned? What are you seeing with other people? Uh, and what are you seeing that is happening so well? And where do we need to, to do things a little differently and a little better? Because, you know, let's talk about the, the, uh, the environment, the landscape that we live in today, right? You know, the landscape we're living in today when we're talking about addiction is very different than the landscape that existed even 10 years ago. So what do I even mean? 
you know, there are some people, TGA, that still believe in the old television model of drugs and alcohol and, and how that actually happens. We have a notion about it. You know, we really look at it and say, oh, man, that's got to be this kind of environment, an inner city problem or this or that. But that is not the world of today. You know, the world of today is a multi-billion dollar market to make sure that people get whatever they need to feed and fuel their addiction. And if you can do it with through a phone app now, as you never have to leave your house. I mean, hasn't the landscape of addiction changed? Yes, and 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 I'm glad you're speaking to this. There's a couple of different points that I would yeah. like to address. One is really the American culture is by its very nature quite addictive because we are taught from a very early age uh, that if we succeed externally, we will be okay. If you look at movies and how when we find the perfect partner, we'll be okay. We start asking our kids from a very early age, what are you going to do and be when you grow up? We have we teach people not to live in the moment, not to have presence, not to have inner connection, and to really seek outward. So by its very nature, American culture really is set up to become addicted to something outside of ourselves. You know, the other thing of course you're speaking to is you know at some point in our culture we criminalized drugs and we made addiction um, you know in in some eyes bad or wrong and then it became about the other and of course we know as, as you said when we look at someone else and say oh those poor people have that problem uh, there's something maybe comforting about that because we're maybe not holding that mirror up and asking ourselves what wants or needs to change within me. So I think those are two great points uh, for us to bring up, you know, in this conversation of what is addiction. Well, we're going to bring that up. We're going to talk about it. You know, we're going to take a short break, everyone. But before we do, you know, TJ, what is the best way for people to find out more about this? And how are they going to be able to find out about the series we're, we're creating here? Give us a little bit of information. And, uh, and also, you already have a book out there. Um, how's the best way for people to find out more about this, but also to contact you directly? tjwoodward.com is the best place to reach me. And on that website, there are sections at the bottom of the website, read, that'll take you, there's a link to how to get in touch with, really it's a link to Amazon to buy my book, Conscious Being. Also our spiritual community in San Francisco, Awakened Living. I'm also blessed to work with Foundations Recovery Network. I work for Foundation San Francisco Outpatient Program. Uh, for more information about foundations, you can simply Google Foundations Recovery and you'll see about our programs nationwide. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that as the show goes on. Yeah, let's take a short break, everyone. And for those of you out there, if you want to find out more about us or if you've missed any part of this show today, uh, please go ahead and go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can also go to the DrPatShow.com and you probably have seen our social media post about this. Stay tuned. There's so much more to come. Uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to take you on the journey. What does the journey look like? You know, why is it so important for us to get real about our own addictions? What is it about uh, most of us that are looking and hearing this that feel so hopeless, so helpless along the way? And how has TJ put something amazing together so that we can all rise up? I'm Dr. Pat, TJ Woodward. We're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. 
Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T H E D R patshow.com for listening times in your area. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you are ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Order your copy of Dr. Friedemann Schaub's The Fear and Anxiety Solution today. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com for more information. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be here with my co-host, TJ Woodward. I'm Dr. Pat. Conscious recovery. You know, today we're taking you on a journey. What is TJ's story? And how has that story then become his passion and purpose in life? Uh, We're going to talk about what this 11-part series is about that he's creating. But mostly, how does one get to the place of knowing that this is something that has to be created? and a message taken out into the world. 
TJ, thank you for joining me here today. You know, this this 11, 12 part series, whatever it's going to become, is something that has been inside you for quite some time. Tell us about it. And then also, you know, what is it about this series that has really brought you forward to tell your story? Yeah, thank you, Pat. In my years of working, you know, first in my own addiction and recovery, and then in years of working with clients in the addiction field, uh, it, what has emerged for me is a, is really a new system of assisting people that is a different, it's deepening the paradigm of treatment, uh, again, looking at not behaviors and symptoms only, but moving deeper into some of the root causes. So this series that we are presenting is going to be essentially in multiple parts, but in three sections, and that is section one, what is addiction? So our, for our first couple shows, we're going to be talking about the addicted self and the fragmented self, you know, that separation from ourselves, from each other and from source. So that's going to be a great uh, way to set up what addiction is. And then we are going to be going down and looking at the root causes of addiction. In my years of working in this field, I have discovered that what appears to be three of the root causes of addiction are toxic shame unresolved trauma and spiritual disconnection. So we're going to be doing one show on each of those underlying issues. And then, of course, in section three, we're going to be talking about how we break free from this cycle of addiction. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, generations and families of passing on that cycle of addiction. We're going to talk about how we create a safe space for us to go deeper in. We're going to be talking about unlearning, because to me, this process is really about unlearning, living beyond those stories, getting down to some of those core false beliefs that drive addiction. We're also going to be talking about spiritual principles and how practicing spiritual principles assists us in breaking free stepping fully into our power and then finally this great remembering or this integrating back to wholeness back to finding purpose finding happiness and creating absolute freedom in our lives so my passion for this work comes from my own journey and also in the amazing results i've seen in people that i've worked with so grateful to be here with you pat doing this series yeah, and I think it really is an idea whose time has come because the, you know, the world that we're living in today, TJ, you know, people have gone through a really tough 10 years and the degree by which uh, that folks are willing to trust and, you know, I, I'm, I'm part of it is, you know, that they're really looking at discernment. And so part of what helps folks decide is they want to know, is TJ the real deal? Pat, are you the real deal? You know, it doesn't matter that I've been doing this 13 years. They want to know, hey, man, is this the way you show up in your regular life, Pat? And if you ask my friends, yeah, except for one thing. I am such an introvert. I do not talk this much. <laughs> but this is really part of it. You know, where did your story begin, TJ? Where did it begin? Well, you know, I, I, for me, it, it really needs to go way back. Um, I, I was born um, a very happy, connected person. Um, my mother loves to tell the story about how she had never seen a happier baby. I was just filled with light, filled with love. I remember being in a state of absolute awe, wonder, and presence. As my friend said, you know, life was really wonderful, and then I went to kindergarten. I think that could be the title of his book. <laughs> but yeah. what, what happened for me is, you know, I, I had a sense or I have a sense that each of us come into this world 
really connected deeply with who and what we are, that our essential nature is present, is in awe, is in wonder of the world. And for me, something happened at age seven, and I remember like it was yesterday having a physical sensation of closing down. I remember closing off my heart and building armor around my heart. Now, when I look at a seven-year-old now and I imagine that they're having this type of experience, that it, it's just so deeply sad to me. So at age seven, I really separated from the truth of who and what I was. I started making all kinds of decisions about myself and the world, and I moved into a really dark period in my life up until when I was 13 or 14, when I discovered drugs and alcohol, which was the first time I had relief from that. So I, you know, I think it's important to go back to that and to really look at that original separation, that original closing off, that shutting down, that making a decision that the world wasn't safe, because I walked around that way in that kind of darkness and pain for the next seven years of my life. Yeah. And, you know, can we talk about pain? Yes. Can, can I, I want to stop and talk about pain. Um, because I, I have to tell you, I was acutely made, I, I was made aware of it again this uh, last weekend about how deep pain goes. And I want, I, I would love for you to talk a little bit when you say pain, you know, can you really break pain down? Because when we hear the word pain these days, what do we hear? Uh, yeah, I got some physical pain, right. Now, if you're an addict or an alcoholic, there is a physical pain that happens. But wait a minute, how about the mental pain? Is there such a thing as a mental pain? Well, if this is called conscious recovery, for sure. And then how about, you know, the 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 the, the emotional as well as the spiritual pain involved in this? Because aren't these the things when we're looking at pain in the world, we usually are pointing to one but not all of them. Conscious recovery, though, doesn't that have to like grab them all? Absolutely. And thank you for saying that. You know, uh, I think the Buddhists call that the four rooms where it's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And to me, that's the four different aspects of being. And for most of us, because we have this fragmented self, and that's what happened for me, you know, I became fragmented at that point. In other words, I lost that sense of wholeness. And so, of course, we have experiences in maybe all four of those quadrants. So there is a physical part of addiction. There is a mental part, a spiritual part, and an emotional part. And so for me, I think one thing that is important to bring up at this point is the difference between pain and suffering. For me, pain is in the body. Pain is an experience of life that we, for, we, we cannot escape that. We all have physical pain, emotional, mental, and spiritual pain. That is part of being human. Suffering is something really different. Suffering for me is when I, A, want that pain to not be there. In other words, the more I resist that pain, I move into a state of suffering. Or suffering, it could be say it could be said that pain is in the body and suffering is in the mind. <laughs> suffering is believing a series of stories about myself and the world. Like in my own life at age seven, I decided that the world was not safe. I decided there was something wrong with me. And I use that word consciously because people have said, how can a seven-year-old decide that? And that's the point. I decided something at age seven that I didn't have even the mental faculty to actually understand intellectually. My mind wasn't even developed enough for me to understand what was happening, and yet I decided that. So I was looking at the world through this lens of everything's wrong, and that's what created what we call reality. That's what created that suffering in my life. 
you know, and there's an expression and, and I've used this expression myself from time to time, but I've also had to experience what the expression has come to mean. You know, it's one of those things that you hear and people say it and it never makes sense to you. And, you know, the expression is really something like, uh, you, you know, pain is inevitable, uh, but suffering is, is optional. Now I've come to know that I'm not sure pain is even inevitable. I think, you know, there's a degree by which pain is inevitable, but how long we stay in it is definitely optional. But isn't that what you're talking about when you, when you just simply say the words, you know, conscious recovery, we're talking about, you know, being able to have the tools to move forward, right? Yes. And that, and that's exactly, thank you for that. Because even pain itself can be a very temporary experience. But what we do is we hold on to it. We create a story around the pain. You know, like, for example, if, if, if someone dies, of course, we're going to grieve, right? That's part of the experience. And yet when we attach to a story, like, you know, it could be a story like, how could God do this? Or how could this happen to me? Um, we honor that pain and, and the paradox, of course, Pat, is when we're when we're with that pain and willing to be with it, then we can move through it. It's part of the, the grieving process. But most of us, until we are conscious, and that's why I call this series Conscious Recovery, because it is about raising our uh, consciousness, awakening to a greater reality, which means that pain can actually go right through us. And you could say it then in that way, even pain is optional, right? Because we allow it to move through us. We don't attach to a story. And, and you know, usually the story is something like this shouldn't be happening. And as we embrace all that is in our life, actually it passes through us and we don't have to attach to it. So absolutely, this is really what we're talking about with conscious recovery. It's about awakening to a greater reality and looking at our life through a, a brand new and different lens, change our perspective, change our life. I love it. You know, one of the things we are going to talk about today as well is we're going to continue the journey, you know, and discussing what this has been like for you, TJ. And, you know, folks are really so, so thrilled to find out that they are not alone. And, you know, here we are, and we have so many messages now in, in our culture here in the United States, especially even our pop culture, to really point to the fact that, no, you don't have to be alone. Stories are being told. They're being told through, you know, some of the most groundbreaking television series out right now, but also in the theater. When we come back, I would love to have a continuation of what your journey has been like. And talk about what your hope is for people listening. The hope in how your story might help them. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Kelly from Lucid Planet Radio. I want to tell you about Lucidity Festival, the amazing arts, music, and healing event happening in Santa Barbara, California, April 8th through the 10th. Join me for three days and check out amazing artists like Haywire, Blue Tech, Keller Williams, and Kyla Santilla, as well as workshops, healing services, creative villages, dancing all night at the silent disco, and interactive art displays. 
Also leading up to the festival, April 4th through the 7th, is the first Lucid University immersive learning opportunity. If you want to have fun, grow, connect, and better your life, mark your calendar April 4th through the 10th for the entire Lucidity experience. You can save over $100 when you bundle tickets for Lucid University and Lucidity Festival. Learn more about both events and get your tickets today at lucidityfestival.com. Use my special discount code LUCIDPLANET when you purchase for a $15 discount. Shine on Radio. Find your shine with Kelly is the show that celebrates what makes you, you. Join co-hosts Kelly Wadler and Dr. Pat Basili as they break down how to brilliantly fuel and move your body and love what makes you shine. Kelly is a professional arts and wellness coach dedicated to helping brilliant women find their confidence, energy, self-love, and shine. Tune in to Shine On Radio with Kelly and find your shine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol... The longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Do you often find yourself feeling overwhelmed, overworked, or exhausted? Are you ready to embrace a life filled with more love, connection, and joy? Best of the month list and five-star rated on Amazon, Conscious Being by author TJ Woodward will awaken you to your true nature. To learn more about how to get your copy of Conscious Being, visit ConsciousBeingBook.com today. Everybody, welcome back. Conscious Recovery, TJ's story with my co-host, TJ Woodward. You know, this is a powerful series that's being created because the world right now is in need of a series like this. It's in need of a conversation about how to break the cycle of addiction. Now, I want to just say something. You know, a lot of times, TJ, we talk about the word addiction, and we're going to get right back to your story in a minute. But we use the word addiction, and it's really being used so loosely. And people are really looking and they're saying, that's not me. You know, I'm not, you know, that character from this film or I'm not this person from intervention or I, that's not me. And then you sit down and you're thinking to yourself, well, and, and it'll never be me. But you sit down and you eat an entire pizza or you're putting down an entire extra large bag of potato chips and you're still thinking you want more. But yet, no, no, wait. 
I'm, I'm not quite in the addictiveness of this. Or you think maybe I'm going to watch a house of cards and you think you're going to watch one and then you're up till three, four in the morning because you cannot get enough of it. And then when the series is over, you're done. Now, couple that with the conversation about recovery, drugs, alcohol, abuse, relationships, narcissism, put it all together and you have a summary for what's going on in our culture today that very few people are talking about. So I commend you on doing this, but doesn't in the end, can't these things lead to death or insanity? Without a doubt. <clears throat> and I love that you talked about, you know, these different forms of addiction, because as we said in the beginning of the show, we usually think of drugs or alcohol when we use the word addiction. And yet, Anything outside of ourselves that becomes a repetitive pattern of outward seeking could be called addiction. I think the tricky part in some ways is people identifying that line that gets crossed. And there's no person that can define that except for ourselves. Uh, so as you said, you know, I sit down to have a slice of pizza and find that I eat the entire pizza. It's really when it crosses into uh, causing trouble or damage in our lives that we could call it addiction or addictive. And that's really for each individual to decide what, where that line is crossed. I mean, essentially the way I say it is that it's like we're walking around with our umbilical cord in our hand trying to plug in somewhere. And when we're finding these outside things to try to bring some inner relief, uh, that by its very nature could be addictive. Of course, most of us, you know, aren't willing to make any change until it starts causing problems. Otherwise, we just call it fun, right? We don't call it addiction. And of course, that line that gets crossed is uh, at one point, as I said before, it used to be that life had to get really bad before people would make the change. I think what's happening now in as consciousness raises is people are recognizing that they may want to address addictive behavior much earlier because what happens is it, it really creates this, this a sense of more and more disconnection. So as I said at the beginning of the show, spiritual disconnection is one of the underlying or the root causes of addiction. So we find something outside of ourselves, we feel more connected. So in that way, it's a strategy that works. But the greatest paradox is at some point, it actually does the opposite. The addiction itself or the substance or the food or the sex or the shopping or whatever it is, the internet, it actually becomes uh, it creates more disconnection, more separation when what we're looking for really is connection. So people are recognizing now that we can catch this earlier and that the psychic and spiritual pain that is, is happening in our lives can be addressed at a much earlier stage before people are losing everything in their entire lives. Yeah, I love this. Now, look at you and I are talking about your story here. And so the question is going to be, you know, how does your journey, your story, how does your story, a journey parallel the story and journey of the millions? Because this is really what we're talking about. We're not talking about a handful of people, you know, sitting in a remote town. We're talking millions of people. They don't all live in L.A. and New York. They live everywhere on the planet. They're from multiple cultures. Some cultures, you can't even have this conversation, especially, you know, if you're one of my friends who is a, a woman from India. 
that is battling this. But this is really you creating a platform that people, first of all, it's relatable. Secondly, it's solution-based, as we say. And thirdly, the other part of it is that you're making it available to the world, right? Yes, and thank you for that. And, and you know, what what happened in my own journey, you know, we, we talked, you know, in the beginning or earlier in the show about what happened when I closed off at age seven. From seven to 14, I walked around feeling afraid, feeling less than, feeling shut down, afraid to let anyone see me separate from. It was a really, really dark period in my life. You know, of course, in retrospect, that caused that it's really sad for me to recognize that those years that could have been carefree were really uh, me walking around with a sense of, of being terrified to let anyone see me. So when I discovered drugs and alcohol at age 13 or 14, it was the greatest relief. And so in that way, I recognize that sometimes we call addiction the problem. Really, they're the solution. They're the solution to the problem. It brought me a great deal of relief until it didn't, you know, and it just got progressively worse. So, you know, the it, what happened is, you know, I tried drugs and alcohol, I felt a great de deal of connection and relief, I finally was able to rest again to like, breathe again. And had it kept working that way, I'm, I'm assuming I'd still be doing it. But by the time I was 20, uh, I was using drugs every day on the weekend, I was yeah. more and more afraid, more and more disconnected. And grabbing more and more and using more and more quantity. And I reached a place in June of 1986 when I was absolutely desperate, absolutely disconnected. I felt completely dead on the inside and it wasn't working, Pat. That's the thing. The strategy that had worked so well quit working. So not only was it not working, but I was totally disconnected, totally angry, because why was my life in this way and absolutely lost because I didn't think I had any way out of this dark period. I'm very fortunate that I got sober when right, ironically, right before my 21st birthday. And of course, um, you know, that was a few years ago now. Uh, and my life, that's where my life really, I began a new trajectory of my life. And that's where my entire life opened up to new possibility and this spiritual path that now has really created the foundation for this program that I call conscious recovery. This, these tools, this spiritual way of being, this more connected way of being that has transformed my life and now the lives of many other people because I'm so blessed to share my experience in this way. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you a question about challenges. Uh, what are you finding? First of all, what, what was the greatest challenge you had? in your journey? What did you, what, what did you bump up against? In my journey? Well, I, this, this sense of hopelessness, this sense of desperation, this sense of there's no one that understands me, this really this feeling that there was no one that really understood this kind of depth of pain. Now, of course, I recognize now that that isn't true. But my addiction really took me to a place where I felt so isolated, it felt so hopeless. So it was really um, not knowing that there was any help out there. And that really uh, has impacted the work that I do because I think what you and I are doing today and what so many other people are doing is we are putting 
this out there. I'm willing to put my own story out there so that others will recognize there is help. So if anyone listening is in that place, that dark place, that place of disconnection and hopelessness, that there is help. There is a different way of being and there's a way to live uh, in a much more connected way and really, you know, a way, a path to peace, a path to happiness and to freedom. So that's really why I'm here today telling my story, because uh, as my life transformed, I recognized at some point that my purpose is to help others in the same way. I want to ask you a question um, that has to do with the challenges in the world today. And I touched upon this a little bit uh, up front when I was looking at, you know, the idea of the environment changing. Um, and when we come back from break, of course, we're going to talk more about, you know, how, how do you break the cycle? But I want to ask you, you know, the stages that we live in now or the stage that's set that we live in now uh, for the opportunity to have a full-blown addiction to whether it's drugs or alcohol, but let's just stay with that. You know, the forum that is now available, the opportunities to get in a full-blown addiction are so every time you turn around, whether you're talking about a prescription drug, whether you're talking about alcohol, we are bombarded in our society today with messages like this. And you know, the old Reagan campaign of just say no, like, wow, I, I don't know if that really worked, but I know in today's world, you would have to say no a hundred times a day. So where do you see the challenges for people being? Where, where do you see the difference between whether somebody can be in recovery, conscious recovery, or not make it? Yes, and I'm glad you're asking that question because that really is the fundamental uh, principle, if you will, or the basis of conscious recovery because it doesn't get solved in the external realm. As long as we're living externally, as you say, there are constant distraction, constantly. There's so much that we can be addicted to now with the internet. There's, I mean, we live in a very addicted culture and the opportunity for that is everywhere. So if we were only to try to focus on the external, it simply doesn't work. You know, just saying no isn't going to work when there's so much of this outside of us happening. So that's why conscious recovery really is a, a program, if you will, for helping us live our life from the inside out, looking at these deeper root causes so that we can go in and heal that, integrate, become a whole person again, and then not be, we won't be tossed around by the externals of life. So I'm so grateful you brought that up. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what is this what is this series about? What is the call to action? What is it that TJ is going to bring to the forefront to help us understand how to break the cycle of addiction? And we're going to talk about the many ways you can find out about this and what he's planning. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, 
everybody, this is Dr. Pat. Many of you have heard me talk about the Lyme disease epidemic going on right now in the world. I want to tell you about my friends at Results RNA. They have now created an entire Lyme support system for immune system support, detoxification, rejuvenation, and neurological healing. Please visit ResultsRNA.com to learn more. And for first-time orders, you'll receive a special 10% discount. All you have to do is type in Dr. Pat at checkout. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basile on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. TheAngelLady.net 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 1-800-323-1790 Sue Storm TheAngelLady.net everybody welcome back you know as i said before so excited to be working with tj woodward on this conscious recovery and for those of you out there there are many many ways you can find out about him you can go to tjwoodward.com you can go to awakened living sf sanfrancisco.org uh, consciousbeingbook.com and we'll give you lots more information about conscious recovery. Uh, TJ, I want to ask you this question. Um, there are many things you're going to talk about in this series in the weeks to come, uh, but the, the breaking the cycle of, re- of addiction, 
there are there's there's got to be something that comes to the forefront for you and something you're going to bring to others you know if you had to list your top thing tell me tell me from your point of view what is it you've learned that has made the difference and what do we need to do more work in yeah this, this is an inside job that's yeah line and and uh, and we talked about the four aspects of of life which is physical mental emotional and spiritual and of course there are physical and mental aspects that need to be addressed what i'm talking about in this series is looking at addiction and recovery through the spiritual lens which of course is going to involve emotion as well i want to share a little bit about how my life was transformed and why that how that became the fundamental um, the, the, the teaching, if you will, or the principles of conscious recovery that we're creating. Uh, I met a woman named Mary Helen Brownell in June of 1986 when I got sober that changed my life. She was the most enlightened being I have ever met. And she really assisted me in shifting my focus from the outer to the inner, uh, from thinking that I needed to cling and strive for some place to be. You know, that's the greatest addiction we have. I think we're addicted to our thoughts, our stories, and this idea that there's someplace else to be. That's the primary addiction. And so she helped me uh, really change my life from the inside out. What needed to be unlearned? What needed to be let go of so that I could return to this place of wholeness? So the, 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 at the, the fundamental uh, principles of conscious recovery, this series that we're creating. And the great news, Pat, is that I'm writing my second book, and the book is called Conscious Recovery. As a matter of fact, I'm meeting with a publisher this afternoon to talk about this uh, conscious recovery and how I feel like uh, we as a culture are ready to really talk about the role of consciousness and the role of spirituality in recovery and how we can shift from this outer focused life to an inner way of being, letting go of clinging to, you know, clinging an aversion, this addiction to thinking, this addiction to something outside of ourselves and really allowing ourselves to return to this place of absolute presence, return to this place of connection with ourselves and others and really create a life from the inside out that is absolutely filled with love, open-heartedness, and freedom. So I'm really excited about this project. I'm really excited about um, sharing this with the world, this, this, this way of life that has assisted me really in living in an awakened way that's a moment-by-moment -moment choice to return to the truth of who and what we are, this essential self where we can now live in a very different way, a way filled with love, passion, and consciousness, where we don't have to grab something outside of ourselves for relief from this psychic pain. Yeah, I also want to be clear about a couple of things, and, and I think this would be good for us to mention. You know, for people listening to this, you know, you may be thinking, well, wait a minute, you know, what about the the 12-step programs that exist. I think we have to be really clear. Uh, I don't know about your experience, but my understanding is that there isn't a 12-step program out there that doesn't say it's a spiritual program. You know, the question mark really becomes how much do we actually do with that part of recovery? And the answer really is that we don't. I mean, you know, or from, you know, from a point of view of, of course, yes, you can, but where is the blueprint? Where is the guidebook? You know, where are the examples? How do we, how are we able 
to bring spirituality and consciousness into every days of our lives. And aren't you really talking about, wait a minute, yeah, there is this aspect of recovery that, you know, people must go through, but how do you create an amazing life? And isn't conscious recovery about helping people see a bigger picture as well, TJ? Yes, for sure. And of course, what we know is that before 12-step program came around, really doctors and the med medical professionals really didn't know what to do with alcoholics and addicts. And of course, you know, it was revolutionary at the time in the 1930s and absolutely fundamentally, you know, part of this program, the 12 step programs is a spiritual awakening. And so what was recognized by these, you know, really ground, this groundbreaking program that now ha is, is of course worldwide is that there is a spiritual malady. There is this disconnection. So with conscious recovery, what my intention is to do is to help people deepen that, to help people, people deepen. Maybe they, maybe they are in 12 step recovery. Maybe they, you know, this has really helped them in a really powerful way. And there's also consciousness in this, this, you know, maybe deeper deepening that spiritual path that will assist people in permanently breaking free and living a more connected life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's so much more out there now. Um, 12 step programs have saved millions of lives. Of course, I'm grateful you brought that up. We want to, you know, a huge thank you to all that that has been um, that that revolutionary program that have changed so many lives. And now there's more. There's more that's being offered for people who want to explore, um, you know, maybe different paths. I love that refuge recovery is now available for people who want to recover through the Buddhist lens. There's so mm. much out there now. <laughs> yeah, consciousness. Recovery, what my intention is, is to deepen that. So people may still be part of 12-step programs. They may. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's not just one, one thing. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. And I wanted to be really clear about that. You know, you know, in the spirit of those programs and how they've been implemented, you know, anonymity is is the foundation of those as many programs. I mean, you go to a counselor and you sit down, you're really talking about some things that are very personal. But what I love about what you said, this is not an either or this is not a better than this is about. Look, there is something that you can do to rise up and enhance the way you show up uh, in the world as a spiritual being. And that's really what I hear you saying. You know, you're gonna offer people many, many spiritual tools, many, many levels of consciousness that people can choose to explore in any way they want, whether it's an addendum to whatever the program there is, you know, and there are many that are not even 12 step programs, but whatever that is, what you're saying is, listen, if this is the foundation of letting go of internet addiction, letting go of food addiction, letting go of any of the, the addiction. And we believe that building a strong and powerful spiritual foundation, then that's what, what conscious recovery is about. So I, that's what I hear you saying, that this is not gonna be either or better than less than, it's gonna be, hello, we need to speed up our process here so that that bag of potato chips doesn't become a mainstay every night at nine o'clock. Without a doubt. And we live in a wonderful time where we can get help from so many different places. My intention with conscious recovery is that will it will assist people in deepening that spiritual 
path regardless of where else they get support. So of course, if someone's a member of a 12-step program and that's working well, my intention for conscious recovery is to be able to assist with that program. Uh, people get help in a lot of different ways and conscious recovery is going to simply be another tool that will help deepen that inner connection so that we can absolutely break the cycle of addiction and live with, with freedom and connection. I love it. TJ, thank you for today. Last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? My personal message for anyone listening is that we, you are a divine being. You are essentially whole and perfect and that you now have an opportunity to shift from an outer focused life to an inner way of being one that is filled with love and connection and joy. You know, we are now living in a time where we are awakening on this planet to a greater reality. And that reality is that you are a divine being. You are precious. You are whole and perfect. And I know that each of us can now absolutely tap into that deeper reality and that greater truth and live this life filled with freedom and love. Wow. Thank you, TJ. I'm Dr. Pat. Much more to come. Conscious Recovery, write it down. We'll be letting you find out lots of information on the next show, the series of shows, the accompanying blogs, everything that's going to be happening. Thank you guys uh, for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time.